So I'm going to put at the beginning of the podcast. Cut clip. Hi, this is the beginning of the podcast. And I just want to apologize for not putting out a podcast last weekend, this past Saturday. It's just so hard, you know, going on vacation, right? <laughs> no, but you also deserve that time to yourself because you also like, this is a creative passion, but you're also, you know, you have your nine to five, 40 hour a week job. So yeah. you deserve no, but to relax I, I had and some enjoy yourself. to take care of. So this is coming out this weekend, um, but they should be regularly now on Saturday. <laughs> Remember, Remember to let your skin. Then you begin to make it better. Better, 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 better. Oh, all right. I'm so fidgety. Uh, me too. No, we're not. We're like so confident. We're so confident, calm, and we're collected. So <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, all my besties out there. What's up? Welcome to episode five of my besties podcast. What the freak is up? Today, we are here with Mr. Joseph the illustrious, the coolest, the has the best dance moves out of anyone that I know and ever, ever, and the hottest other person in Denver. Uh, and we just freaking roll the streets. Hello. Welcome. How are you? Thank you for joining I, today. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for sharing this space with me and welcoming onto your welcoming me onto your like podcast channel. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, I always so for some reason get nervous doing these, but it's weird because I'm doing them with like my closest friends. But yeah, it's so weird, huh? And not only that, but like we're, we're kind like, of we live together. <laughs> yeah, we're there's just literally two doors between us. <laughs> Coming to you live. Joseph is in the other room. <laughs> we're in the same apartment. Can you hear me? <laughs> no, but it's fun. So yeah, Absolutely. Joseph and I are roomies. Um, we kind of jumped into moving into Denver together crazily, just for Within three weeks. Just yeah, three funsies. three week turnaround. Three week freaking turnaround. But. Oh, we can even get into this. Okay, so anyways, the the first part of how I do these podcasts, I guess, is just have the guests kind of, I want to know how, like, through your lens, do you remember us meeting? Okay. Um, also, because it's on, like, on my head, I didn't ask you, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm well. <laughs> today, we, we've had a great day today, honestly. Yeah, we, very productive. We've had a very picturesque, like Denver day. We main character vibes. Real big main character <laughs> vibes. We woke up, slept in, went to the park and did yoga. Cause you know, <laughs> Joseph let me practice on him, and I'm so thankful. It was a beautiful class. Thank you. I'm still, I'm getting my like sea legs with teaching yoga so thank you for letting me practice on you we went to a nice yummy breakfast and life is good can't complain you know a Amen. great Sunday a great 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 <clears throat> Sunday 
Um, okay, yeah, so how do you remember us okay. meeting? Um, so I want to say the first like memory that I really like can hold on to and like visualize is when I went to go tour UNLV during the summer and Bernice and I went to your house to hang out with you and Kennedy and go swimming and then we like remember Kennedy's vlog yes that was yeah it was that's the first like I feel like I may have met you before that I'm not too sure but Mm -hmm. that's like the first fond memory that I say that we had together yeah that I remember I I would feel that that was the first first one too when we went and played volleyball right Yes, and went to yeah. like Canes, and you and had we like the swimming. smoothie bowl, and yeah, you were wrapping dreams of nightmares with Bernice in the car. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I wonder if Kennedy still has the footage from that video. I think it's still online. Is it really? Oh gosh, that's funny. I think but, so. Yeah, and then we just took more road trips together. Yeah, you did your program in LA, and I'm from California, so you like were doing it right around my grandma's house, so we kind of hung mm-hmm. out that one time during the summer and then yeah that road trip like you were saying then we took a road trip back yeah. home or back home for you yeah I would visit back in Vegas and your godmother lives there so we would we yeah. did like a couple and I, I I remember that's like when we got like I would say we like did. close yeah deep conversations like, yeah because it's always road trips you know it is it's always those long road trips and from Vegas from like LA from where we we're coming from and I like four hours just like desert mm-hmm. it's it's a good time. Very chill. We just yeah, were, you know, Umi, our like. Yes, you showed like, me Umi. Yes, it was those. I I love those road trips. Those are yeah. fond, fond memories for sure. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. I feel awkward. <laughs> Let's see what I have planned for us today, Mr. Joseph. You're gonna pull up the file. Let me pull up the pull that shit up, Jamie. Okay, so I was trying to do this on my other episodes, but it wasn't working. But I'm actually interested to hear your answers to these questions. So I did this with my mom, actually. And, like, I've had a lot of jobs, blah, blah. And I want to do, like, a job interview with you. Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm the question interesting. But, like, not, like, like, don't say, don't like maybe not answer them like how you would as for a job but more okay. so like how you are as a person you know gotcha like okay so on a personal my, interview on a, yeah a personal interview so first one is what would you say are your own personal like characteristics about your personality that are your greatest strength my greatest strength I would say that I'm compassionate, uh, ethical, and determined. Just to kind of give like the top three, just because yes. I feel like you usually do like top three kind of thing. I was going to say caring. I feel like you are a very caring yeah. person. And that comes easy to you. Thank you. Are you nervous? No. Uh, <laughs> Your hands are like- <laughs> feel comfy <laughs> you I'm see fancy, this is why I didn't want to do the job bit because I feel like I make the people nervous <laughs> well I, I think it's just like I think in general people don't like talking about themselves or having to kind of like have like the themselves. you know that's so true they literally tell you that in like 
college like network like people love talking about themselves people love talking about themselves what would you say are your weaknesses or areas of improvement um, or what's something that you want to work on about yourself hmm. I want to work on when I like have like, these bursts of like creative passion mm -hmm. I really want to like pursue that and like really put it into words and put it on paper put it into play mm -hmm. I feel like I and we kind of talk about this Mm -hmm. I like get overwhelmed and you know like thinking Almost about like, like excited, one idea like exactly yeah. like you get overwhelmed and it's just like you like have all these things and you're like we get to do this and this and that and this and then it's like yes. it's just sensory overload and you're just kind of like overwhelmed by it so you just kind of sit back from it and you're like all right I'll let that be yes no I had a yoga teacher Ruby the one that I tell you that I like on Wednesdays uh -huh. she's great but she had one class a couple weeks ago where she was just like it is not helping anyone it's great to like have all these ideas but if you're trying to do all of them at the same time it's not good you know and I feel like I feel like that really spoke to me the other day because I feel like we were talking about this the other day yeah. where it's like I want to do this and I want to do like Instagram yoga podcast like you know finding a new job and like all this and focusing on all these things but it's good but if you like focus exactly time it's hard it's a balance it definitely is it's all a balance it's all a balance what would you say is your greatest accomplishment to date oh hmm. i in your 24 young years of life i think i would say my greatest accomplishment is kind of always knowing at my core that you know, like whatever's happening is happening for a reason. It happens for us, not to us. Yes. And I think that's really allowed me to keep pushing forward and to grow and become a very much like an individual compared to like, you know, like your upbringing as a child, like you're so in, encompassed in like your environment and that way of thinking, mm -hmm. but kind of separating myself from that, really thinking as an individual and understanding what I want for myself and what I want to contribute to this world. Mm yeah I think yeah yeah I don't know but wait what was your I, accomplishment I yeah, see the, the uh, vision of what you're that. doing no no yeah. no I love the vision I love the vision it's a beautiful <laughs> vision but what what's one thing that you've done that you like you look back on and you say I'm super uber proud of myself for this uh I think overcoming like my internalized like demons you know really That's huge moving past all of like these things that I allowed to block my growth or block kind of like self-love and acceptance of being confident and not only confident but what's the word I'm looking for I guess like just fully like uninhibited exactly like myself and being okay with that and allowing that to now grow and flourish which is mm. I would say the, the greatest accomplishment just because what better way to live mm. life than to just truly be yourself how did you come to that realization like what how did you get there I think it's that, like liberation yeah uh I think the first phase was like self self-acceptance and like my sexuality my upbringing who I am where I am and being okay with that and you know like not kind of holding myself up to such high standards because we're all on our own path and we're all 
going to accomplish different things. We all have different purpose. Um, so accepting that. So I would say like acceptance is kind of like that first phase. And then once you do accept, I mean, sometimes you kind of got to like really practice it and mm-hmm. become build gratitude happy. for it. Yeah. You're ha- not like pushing against it anymore. You're just flowing at peace with it. Yeah, exactly. So like coming into like that peace and acceptance and yeah, I don't know. I, it's kind of hard to put into words, That's huge. but that whole idea. Wow. Yeah. I gotta say since like living together, I do feel because I, I, and like we can get into like spirituality and stuff. Cause I feel mm-hmm. that I've learned a lot from you truthfully since living. I think I've always felt kind of spiritual in a sense. I'm not really sure, but I feel like you as like a teacher and a guidance, like, you know, living with you and like you teaching me like little things, like when we see like synchronicities, synchronicities, synchronicities. It's very (laughs) interesting if you like listen to the space and world around you. I don't know. Like not everything's a coincidence. And to some people, I mean, it's, it's a way of thinking. It's a way of seeing life. But like you're saying, like when you kind of take that second, take that step back and just kind of say, and have faith in it, like mm-hmm. trust that what you're seeing is being brought to you for a reason and mm-hmm. accepting that and just kind of using that to propel forward and spirituality and connecting to the world around you. I don't know. I feel like that's very important. I think everything's interconnected. So it's just a different way of life that some people enjoy to live. And I would love for other people to experience. How did you find spirituality and what, how, how did you find it's like meaning to you? That's like where it's, I've always felt like it's just been within me. I just kind of think it's a part of my being like as a soul, as a person that came into this world, into this reality um thinking in a higher power you know like I think that's just did a part of who I am I did yeah my family it's so like my family immigrated from Mexico so they're very like much tied to my grandma's like very hardcore Catholic so mm-hmm. that kind of created a strong foundation for like my parents my aunts and uncles and then that kind of carries over to us being like the first generation and I didn't grow up as firmly religious as my mom did but I think it came out of myself like I just really I love the aspects and feelings that I, I had at church of community and that spirituality and just that connection to a higher power mm. would you be comfortable and, like what if I know we're like Gen Zennials copyright Joseph <laughs> 2020 Gen Zennials <laughs> would you be comfortable with like saying what is kind of your religious or spiritual if you were to give it like a label, like what would it, what would you define your practice with? Um, I would say that I'm spiritual. I think I, I take some influence from Buddhism and mm-hmm. Buddhism not being a religion, but a way of life. And that's the most respectful way to see it in my opinion. Um, Cause I think that's like kind of the whole message behind it, but just, yeah, I think it's about your own perspective and at the root is that there is no good there is no bad as like hard as that may seem like all the ugly things in the world that happen I think happen for a reason and that might start some controversy 
Uh, <laughs> not that it's okay. <laughs> but I, I do think so. Like, I think sometimes like it's just a balance of like neutrality. Neutra- neutrality? How am I saying that word? Neutrality? Is it? Is that how you say it? I think so, maybe. But you know, yeah. So it's just right. like, it's just kind of a balance and a cycle and everything is interconnected. We're all connected as like souls and humans and See, I was trying to dissect oh. this the other day with my friend, Luca. <laughs> Luca always makes an appearance in my podcasts, but he was saying something like, um, like the soul is a different entity almost. Yeah. Which is interesting to think about that. Cause we even, one of my teachers from like my yoga teacher training spoke about, it, she used to call our bodies like just meat suits. Like this is just a meat suit. And in a way, like, I kind of get it. Like, our soul lives inside this, like, meat suit. And then it was just an idea, right? We're talking about, like, what we believe and stuff. And he's like, and perhaps, like, there's a a space, a plane where, like, our souls exist infinitely. Because really, what is a soul? What is a soul? Energy. Energy. I think, yeah, everything we're all made of energy and it's kind of like even like Coco, you know, like how, when you like remember somebody that has passed away or like you kind of do like those things of remembrance and you keep connected to a past one's energy. It's that energy that you can sense and feel like, and people, you know, like they say, Oh, like, you know, I have a guardian angel or, you know, like I, my grandma passed away when I was a child and I've always felt like she like looked over me in that kind of situation. And I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think that there's more than meets the eye. I mm. I don't think, I don't know if I would necessarily say ghost, but I do think that energy lives on and surrounds us. And there's got to be something it's, it's scientific crazy. to that too, though. Well, I think they say like, like, doesn't like the body after death, I think the body becomes significantly lighter than when the person first passes. And then some people say like, it's like natural ga- some people say it's the soul. Some people say it's like natural gases, or it's just kind of like something that like chemically happens in the body that makes it lighter, something along right. those lines, or heavier, something like that. Well, because isn't it like energy cannot be something like formed or like oh, like physics? Like there's there has to be like some scientific maybe I'm crazy, but like something like relativity or something like that. Yeah, know. like it cannot be like created nor destroyed, right? I think so. Something like that. That sounds Yeah, right. like once energy so, like, exists, what, like it kind of just keeps going. Right. So like what is it's so I don't know. I don't know. It's a very interesting thing. I don't know what I believe as of now. It's you know? hard. It, yeah. It's I don't know. Religion is such an interesting thing. This is a hot take. <laughs> a hot no, it take. is. But that's the thing too. It's like religion is one thing and spirituality is another. Like Agreed. religion. Yeah. And everyone takes it differently because you can take your own perspective that's, on religion. I mean, they are two completely separate things, I think. Absolutely. I think with religion, I I felt that I had to conform to certain expectancies and that there's these kind of expectations that are how you deem if you're religious or not Mm -hmm. so it's like are you following like these things and then that's what kind of led me into spirituality and kind of like releasing myself to that because I I think I was 18 or 19 when I kind of decided like I was just going into college living on my own and that whole dorm experience and you know you you grow so much I think in your first year of college Mm -hmm. it's crazy especially yes it's crazy but 
18. I think that's when I was like, okay, yeah, like I, I separated myself from religion and I knew that it's not that I didn't want to have faith or I didn't want to have a connection to something more outside mm-hmm. of what can be seen, but it was just that I started to see religion in a way that wasn't for me. And what you did know? the shift look like? Like, did you kind of start practicing like in your home, like by yourself, like your own relationship with like a higher power? I think so. Yeah. I, so I used to always like either like wear a rosary or like have a rosary with me. Like I always like, like my freshman year dorm, like I had like my Bible open on my desk and like I had it to like Psalm 91, you know, like it's a protection Psalm and, or, um, uh, what are they called in the Bible passages? (laughs) Um, no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Hot hymns or something like that. Um, so yeah, so I, I had it open to that. And like, I mean, I know all my prayers still in English and Spanish and those are things that just kind of stuck with me because I like, practiced it for so long, but it was, you know, releasing that, not praying in the same regard that I did before. It's still that connection, but I don't necessarily think that it's like, like I pray to saints or I pray to like, you know, like just Jesus or anything like that. Like I kind of think at the end of the day, every person's religion mm-hmm. is connected to like this one source and this one source of power the universe that is like kind of source energy that has created everything around us Mm -hmm. and provides Mm -hmm. uh is what like I kind of connect to and I think everybody connects to from my perspective just in their own manifestation and that's like the beauty of it that this source is so loving so giving so providing that if you choose to accept it you can receive and you're able to do that in whatever form Mm -hmm. exactly like it's so loving and, and freeing that it's all about being yourself and being fulfilled within yourself, but being a good person and doing that and like adding light to the world and trying to not, not to add any negativity or harm others. Do you believe in karma? Um, get in bitches. Yeah, it's everything's so difficult. I mean, uh, it's, I, it's, there's no concrete answer. I don't think for anything really, you know? I would say it's just, so. It, we're I, all I just yes. guessing. We're all just literally yeah. guessing. Yeah, I would say yes. I think that kind of like how I was talking about like, like neutrality and like how there is no good, there is no bad. So let's say somebody in this life is a horrible person. They do malicious things. Mm-hmm. It's not okay at all. Perhaps they're like repaying some karmic debt in this next life cycle. So like kind of like reincarnation or things like that, you know, like I don't know about yeah. all that, but. I think reincarnation is like, I like the idea of reincarnation because it kind of supports this uh, recycling of energy, mm-hmm. I think, that would make, that would kind of align with that whole idea that energy is nor, like not created nor destroyed. So it's just kind of recycled. But also, see, the thing is, I think it's fun to play with because then you have like the idea of deja vu, right? And and what's yeah. deja vu? Like is is deja vu kind of something that I've experienced maybe in a past life, you know? Like is this just my energy, my soul reliving something that it's already experienced or that was destined? I did we talk about free will and determinism? We did. we did not on this loved, podcast but we did I love this conversation because this was um my second year seminar in college we had to like write a big bulk essay 
and it was about free will and determinism. So what do you think? Do you think that there is, do you think we have free will or do you think kind of everything is a kind of like predestined to happen? Is it interesting? I, so at the end of the day, I guess it would fall under free will. But the way that I understand it, I think it's kind of a combination of both. Like the way that I see it is we all have this path paved for us. So that's and determined. That's determinism. However, that doesn't mean that we're going to reach it. That doesn't mean we're going to reach that destination. I think we have the free will to make decisions along that path. And sometimes we make decisions that may steer us off. And although we may take like a right turn and it's kind of maybe just going straight downhill or straight uphill. At the end of the day, I think we kind of get guided back or we have opportunities to always kind of fall back to that natural path to fulfill our purpose. Yeah, I guess, right? Or yeah, I don't know why I said free will, but yeah, determinism. I think I, a part of me, I think when I wrote the essay, I was like, kind of like how you said, like, it's like determinism with like a little sprinkle of free will, like in the mix. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day is like how you're saying, like if, if there is a path and that we're meant to fulfill it, you know, maybe we make, I think it, it I think life is and I don't want to say this concretely, this is just like me thinking out loud, but partly predetermined with, with the, with the facade that we have free will, like with, with the feeling that, yes, I am making this choice out of my own, you know, mind and like power right now, but in reality, like how we say, like everything happened. I think if, I think if you kind of believe everything happens for a reason, then you do think things are determined that like, there's no point. I think it's a healthy kind of way to live. Cause there's no point in dwelling or worrying because you are always at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah, I would say, I would say that it's definitely determinism then because I do think everything happens for a reason. Like I think you meet people for certain reasons, whether they're meant to stay in your life or leave, like everything is just part of this cycle. And mm-hmm. we're all here to like learn from one another, teach one another. A reason and... or a season. Exactly. What is it? People come in your life for a reason or a season. Uh, I also wanted to ask you out because I think you're really good at this. Like, zodiac signs <laughs> oh my god astrology astrology it's just I knew you were gonna say that you're such a Gemini oh you know what okay so this was the thing I wanted to ask who out of all the signs and be unbiased you can't say Pis- okay. well you can't say Pisces and this is just my opinion truthfully. and this is just your opinion yeah. but what is overarching best sign what is the best sign in your humble humble opinion see that's that's like a very hard question because every I feel that every sign has its strengths okay best sign to go on a road trip with okay okay best sign I would say Taurus a Taurus okay music vibes immaculate they're just like (laughs) earth signs so like they're very like grounded and like they're just I would say good good banta good banta uh, good, good music and yeah, I think that they're very much just kind of like the like go with the flow, free spirited, and like being a Pisces. I think that kind of just like match my energy, and uh, it'd be a good balance. 
So Taurus is a good road trip partner for Pisces. I'd say in general. Oh, but in yeah. general. Yeah. Okay. So let's see your expertise on this. Okay. So like you are a Pisces and in a relationship, you think you would go best with a blank based on your astrological so character. You have like your like your like your top six, like your like main six signs that kind of accommodate like your your energy and your personality. Um my top three, though, like your like sun, moon, and rising. I'm a Pisces sun, or my Pisces. I'm like a Pisces, and then I have a Cancer moon and a Libra rising. Okay. So I'm very much like water based. For me, for my own personal research and like what I kind of would think, I think that I would go really well with a Taurus mm. or another water sign, like a Scorpio, okay. a Cancer, or a Pisces. Um, and I think probably like those, like those would be like the most that I feel comfortable with. Okay. Um, so water signs go well with what other water signs? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about me? I'm a Gemini. Mm-hmm. I don't so know my other things. I don't know them either. But what <laughs> but would a Gemini go well with? A Gemini. So you're an air sign. I'd say you're a very strong personality, like not, and not strong, like, strong doesn't have to be a bad thing like strong is just like you like you know who the like you know who you are and period okay. poo <laughs> period. I think so like at the end of the day at your core and at your center like you really always come into touch with that like sometimes we kind of like take a little bean trail off the path you know but we always come right back to the center loop and we're like hey I'm back and I'm better than ever true um so so air signs go well with uh, I think I think I, you would do next? really good. What are the Earth signs? It's Taurus. I think is Capricorn an Earth sign. I think Capricorn's an Earth sign. Capricorn. Ooh, Isn't that January? I feel like it is. I've been with a Capricorn man. I didn't like it. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So I think we're balanced for you. Honestly, I would say maybe like a Taurus. Me just like bragging about Tauruses all day. Wait, um, Taurus gang. You know what yeah, I, I would do? say Taurus. I would the, say yeah, because my brother, he's April Aries. Aries. He Kitty is a Taurus. Okay. Wait, what is Aries? Air. Sign. Yes. Oh no, Aries God. is fire. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Well. Because I feel like Kitty is really good for him, and she's a Taurus. I think Taurus are just good people. Well, think about it. Like, like what can put out fire? Like, if you put enough, like, dirt on it, you're going to put that yeah. fire out. Oh, maybe, yeah. And, like, like what's, like, how do you burn fire with, like, wood? So, like, you can kind of control, like, that, that flame. What about air? It's a good air. balance. I would say air goes well with, Taurus like, is what? Earth? Earth. So, air and earth. Yeah. I, think I would just say earth signs are very grounding and i think that's just like a healthy component for a lot of people to have especially as an air sign because air signs it's kind of like you're like up here you know like you're like just always like in your mind or you're very imaginative you're it just it kind of depends on like where your placements are but i would say that being with an earth sign kind of like gives you like that contradiction kind of like that opposite attract type of thing i think that's like a, i don't know i think you opposites, think opposites attract i think so yeah. i think they do i think they and it do. has to be like in a healthy and healthy balance yeah because you get to I like know. live both worlds. I kind of want like a shy guy. Exactly. And like, I was going to say, so like, and Earth signs like, like sometimes be a little bit shy. But also maybe not. Sign? I don't know. I don't know. It really depends. What, 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 what's your type? 
what's my type mm -hmm. <laughs> um I I think I'm still figuring that out but eight figure <laughs> I would say I would say spiritual it has to be like a very high priority because I need to connect on something more than just like physicality and just would like you say you're like the presence type a or like type as much I would as as much as I would like to say that I'm not I think I am just in a very like like muted way if that makes sense like I don't think I'm a very showcasey type a but I'm like that type 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 a mindset mm -hmm. I just and like I'll back it up I'll like walk the walk if needed to but that's not my that's You're not, not my aggressive focus. about it exactly like I'm very much like a like a passive type a yeah but if need be I'll be in your face <laughs> <laughs> yeah Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> Just kidding. Hi, sisters. Uh, also, Hasanabi. Oh my goodness. Hasanabi, oh, this is my so open cool. call. This is my open call too. <laughs> I kind of want to like. I think it's just healthy. Maybe we can get like opinions. Okay. But. We talk about this every week, me and you, about how we feel moving about to Denver. California. Exactly, <laughs> all on the same subject. So, okay, I think like maybe we can make, like, try to dissect the pros and cons of living here. Let the people decide what, or maybe like the pros and cons of moving to California or like somewhere else, and let the people decide what we should do. I think that's hard. I don't think that we're in the position to like analyze it fairly because we've been here Ms. for a very long time. Miss Corona has True. fucked our world. Agree. So like, yeah, we haven't really seen Denver as what it is. True. If we were to, if we were able to go to a concert every other weekend and go out dancing every other weekend, I think that, well, also, those are very, like, much material things in, like, the regard that you can get that anywhere. So, like you're saying, I think you, I think we do have a good grasp on what it is to live here. Um, definitely, we're missing out on some things, like, connecting to people, because I think that's kind of limited. But overall, you're right. What? And you're always right. You're just, you're just right. What? I didn't even make a claim. <laughs> no, you did. That we can, like, analyze Denver. Like, we've been here for a Oh, we, we can analyze it, I think. <laughs> it's it's definitely not what it would be if it were open I don't think maybe yeah um see this is my where's thing. the beach so, yeah I was literally just gonna say quote Snooki where's the mother beach where's the beach literally no I think Beautiful. what it like, has uh... in me you know what I it's hard I'm trying to make a people hate us. like we're canceled you know what it's okay. It's okay. We're just talking it out. We need to know yeah. if we, we like Denver or not. It's, yeah. I was going to say there's nice weather, but you know what? I don't fuck with snow. I it's don't nice. I don't hate it. I could definitely not live in it and be happy. I, I can see your point on that. Thinking of back, back home. So California, like Southern California, I'm sorry. Like that's really not for me. San Diego. Love it. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're amazing you have coastal weather we this is a gorgeous. hot take me and you have very different views <laughs> but it's yeah. interesting because we have had different experiences though 
True. And I, I've never lived in LA and that's like where you lived and like your experience was. I absolutely love San Diego. I would totally go back, but I, I do like colder weather. So I do like experiencing mm. the seasons here. And I don't think the winter has been very harsh. I don't think it's been that bad. You know, You're I mean, I did break, a, did break a snow stick piling all the snow off my Tesla. Say. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the snow is not horrible, but I don't love shoveling snow off my car. To, I'm with that. Especially you know. when you want to go do a workout class and you're running late. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just, it's like a whole 10, 15 minutes of my life that wouldn't exist if I lived in sunny, sunny California. And we'd also be activating a little bit more of our melanin. We would be I so feel very fucking pale. white. Yeah. Is that, is that controversial? No. We look, I mean, I feel like. Yeah. No, I need some color on my sickly. skin. Yeah. I, I need. We're <clears throat> like fluorescent. You saw my thighs. <laughs> Pretty. But hey, I should, my shit's not any better. Yeah. But we'll yeah, Denver, I think Denver is amazing. See, the more Beautiful we talk, city. it's just. I, this is see. how I feel. Like I, I that's the thing. I don't. We I haven't told this on the podcast yet, but and we tell. I love this. My favorite thing ever. So we we are just living here for maybe like a month or two, and we went to go down do to do laundry, and our neighbor. We run into our neighbor, and she's like asking us like, "Oh, like where are you guys from?" And just was like, she also well, called us the wrong names. Yeah. What are you? You're, I'm Gabby. And, and I was Doug. Doug. Do I look like a Doug? Do I look like a Gabby? <laughs> but she was like, where are you guys from? And Joseph's like, oh, like I'm, what did you, do you say Southern like California? Southern California? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm from Vegas. And she was like, oh, glitz and glam. And since that day on, we have really we just, ate we, it up. We ate it up. We said, "We are glitz and glam." Like we said, that is our personality. Yeah, uh, and I think that's the fun part of being here in Denver. I think is we stand out. <laughs> I I just think it's. I mean, I feel like. Do we? I know. I'm like maybe we don't even. <laughs> We're narcissistic. Very, but I think it's. It's it's no, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I think especially like having just moved recently, Denver's awesome. It's amazing. It's a very like active lifestyle, but you also see that like in this fashion, you see it everywhere. Like, like I think we came from places where we were trying to like be very trendy and like we were into like I don't I you, and I, think I, you I know would I, I would mean. also say like and you've spoken about this, Ayana and Jessica have spoken about it, like the diversity. Oh, what diversity? Yeah. And where? that's not bad, but I think like how we've spoken about this, like the culture that's like in like Southern California, California as a whole, like Vegas is, a you know, there's, they're all type. I I would say Vegas is pretty diverse. Like UNLV got diverse schools. Like they always used to say that, but it's, it's a difference. No, it is. It's a hundred percent. I think I just I I do miss that part of like LA that's like like I I just feel like things are going on there 
and like in California yeah. in general, like things are going on there. It's, it's a good, good mix. And it's just, I think it's a really big place for creatives. And I think that is the for sure about it. And, the and I, I think in California, like it's, it's like an extreme. Like, I think that's like when you're on the coast, right? Like you're, you're on the extremes. Like if you're in New York, if you're in California, like you're on the extremes of that. Cause I think, I don't know. I mean, people say like, you know, East coast, like that's like old money. And it's very much like kind of yeah. a lot more like trust fund, higher and... class. And like, yeah. they say that there's just like a whole different like social hierarchy and things like that. And I think California is more of like, just go relaxed. with the flow. Yeah, just, yeah exactly. Like we're and, flip-flops everywhere. Yeah. I've never lived on the East coast, but I've, Me neither. I've spent time on the East coast kind of like I would just, that was gross, but, and I spent, uh, I've definitely spent more time in California on the West coast than I have East coast vibes, but a thousand and ten percent, I would choose California West coast vibes, West coast, best coast, yeah. baby. Like, yeah, West especially like the Bay area. It's the essential hub for even... like political activism woke culture I want to go to San Francisco as an adult oh I've been as a child gracious. and I feel like I need, I need to, to show you it as like a hippie adult <laughs> oh absolutely it's beautiful like there's especially like okay San Francisco beautiful amazing great touristy but like Oakland Berkeley like the culture the activism mm. Bay Area California is a like that's my California <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's nothing like Monterey from there. Uh, like two hours, an hour and a half if you drove. Would you guys go to like the Bay a lot, the Bay Area a lot? I would try to go pretty often. I would say that, like each school year, freshman year, I never went. I didn't go until like I was a sophomore, I think. But I, I would try to go at least. Well, it's hard. My so my cousin went to SF State for a year. So when she was there, I maybe went like once or twice a month. Hmm. And prior to that, it was maybe like once a month. So I would were go. you like yiking and shit? What's like the, the Bay King. Area of yiking? Like Dr. Dre. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> throw it back for yiking. Throw that shit back. Throw that, throw that, throw that shit back. <laughs> college days oh beautiful oh, memories college, college <sighs> but was also like san francisco it's just it's beautiful it's it's the weather it's so hilly and so many there's a lot of artistry i want so to many, date so a many techie. techies is that my best in the techie <laughs> ooh, ooh. yeah no san francisco is awesome the castro district uh, I almost went to school there. Comment down below if we should move to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Oh, goodness. Goodness. It's overpriced, but. So, what would you rate Denver on a scale of one to 10? Um, a solid eight. An eight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. And that's because I think there's so much more potential that we're not seeing that like gives it its own vibe, which would be like the live music that people talk about and like all that stuff. I but know. I'm a, I want to Denver's chill. That. It's it's really cool. I just don't think that 
it's my level because like even like when I was in San Diego like going out in LA is one vibe going out in San Diego was a completely different vibe mm-hmm. and I would say LA's nightlife is a little bit better just if like you're looking more for like that like I don't know what it is about and I've like been watching this like the this you need- the comedy store documentary on Showtime right now and maybe it is just because like I'm going through a thing where I'm like obsessed with like all comedians but like I remember seeing a show at the comedy store in my like and that's also a thing too like I experienced LA when I was super in love and that summer was just everything was like so picturesque about it and like I remember going to the comedy store and like just frolicking around West Hollywood and like being at Santa Monica Beach and just it was so such a beautiful beautiful time in my life and I think that's why I love it and it it is just it's everything that you you picture it to be like I was working downtown I saw I saw Logan Paul just walk through my lobby like I know not 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 something that like super brag about but like just everything was happening there like I remember like when Kobe passed and like right there at the Staples Center just like in that it's such a crazy city. It's, it's, there's so, it, it's weird. Cause when I was there, um, for my internship, it was Nipsey hustle had just passed like a year prior and you still felt it in the city. Like you, like, I don't know. There's such a, and the art, the, the art, the, the culture is, is big there. And, and, and the I pride. Mean, yeah. there's LA, I, I think like I've joked about this here, how like Colorado is the only like city state that I know to have so much freaking merch and they like sell it everywhere. Like Colorado merch is just like Target. In every Target. <laughs> you can get Colorado socks. You can get Colorado hoodies, one Mask. masks, like Colorado has their merch on condoms. Lock. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, I think LA pride is something that's really really strong and really a cool thing to witness you no, know for sure I would I would say the same yeah and there's so much to LA like you do have your whole pretentious rodeo sorry that's judgmental it is. I don't mean it but is you know there. you know you have you have that side you have yeah. Hollywood you have WeHo you have all these different communities you have the Latinx community and although like they're being disproportionately affected in negative ways like what is Latinx uh, so that's just kind of saying like any like Latin American culture um, just to kind of bring it into one. So, and there's some people that don't identify as Latinx and there's just so many different cultures. It's just a way to say, so. oh, Latinx is like, to like, is like gender neutral. So why are we saying that someone is like Latino? Like, why do we always put the emphasis on someone being a male? Like, it's always like that whole reference to his, you know, uh, and like saying, hey guys, like it's just being more conscious and aware whoa. of the pronouns and how we are communicating like one group of people wait so wait i'm just even though we're all humans, but like doesn't that kind of like throw a wrench into the whole like like a lot of foreign languages because a lot of foreign languages do separate things into uh gender because of masculine i think it does and it doesn't because 
you're still able to use like the excuse me you're still able to use those separately so like i would say i'm latino and then a woman may say or someone identified as a woman will say like you know like i'm latina but someone that you know may be gender non-conforming or non-binary would say you know like i'm of the latinx community so it's just giving that accessibility so that everyone can have the opportunity to express themselves equally in the way that they deem fit for themselves. Um, but like normal words that like are feminine or masculine, like it's more so labels, right? Like if you're yeah. going to say like, I'm Latino, I'm Latina. It's not like, what is it? Isn't like, um, what's like a feminine word in Spanish? Um... Like any, like it would end in an A traditionally, right? Like, <laughs> it's always like, you know, like when they say like, oh, speak Spanish, like, do you speak Spanish? Oh, can you show me? And it's like, what, like, what do you say? Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I'm trying to think of like a feminine word, really. Like a word. Like that, a palm tree. Well, how do you say that? Like La Palma. Right. So like, you wouldn't have to change that though, right? Because it's feminine. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. So it's the more only... so like how you identify. Exactly. So as a okay. person, it's just giving the accessibility to like someone who wants to identify as masculine, someone that wants to identify as a man okay. or like, as a woman, or if they're, like I said, like gender nonconforming, it's just in the context of being able to express their, you their like something new background. Every day. I, I did not know that. I did not. I never knew what Latinx meant. So yeah, thank you for teaching me. Absolutely. And I that works that I for, I guess, anything in the right? best way. Like Filipina, Filipino. Filipinex? <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Because I think it's like a community basis thing too, you know? Huh. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe because like you're saying, you would say, oh, I'm Filipina or I'm right. Filipino. Right. I feel like Filipinex. I would just say like, Fili- like <laughs> Filipinas? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said Filipinex. Oh. <laughs> I'm Filipinas. Thank you. <laughs> No, I don't know. I feel like I would always say like I'm half white, half Filipino. That's interesting because I never really would have thought that like, yeah, that is masculine leaning. I'm a man. It's all (laughs) linguistics is very, it's evolving, I think. I think some people are annoyed by it, but it's like, what is it to you? What is it, you know? So I, a thousand, one million, a hundred and ten percent to your point. I do think people are annoyed with it. And I don't think it's fair. I think it's a place of comfort for most people that are annoyed by it because it's like, oh, like, why do I need to now know this extra bit of information? Or why do I need to acknowledge this extra bit of information? Like that makes my life harder because I already fit inside these like constructs. Mm -hmm. So for an individual that has always been outcasted or fell outside of like the walls, Mm -hmm. for them to be included we all kind of have to acknowledge and like make effort in it as community members. And it's members. really such a little thing. I mean, it's it really not a little, it's a little thing that is such a big thing. Like it's a little thing to you have know? to compromise or contribute to. Yeah. Like, right. But you are then like, you're making, you could possibly be making someone's life or world, like just giving them that like sense of acceptance in but, their daily life. They can right. see it. Right. Like, you know, I think it's just like another so way time, the world yeah. is changing. Like, I think people are trying to by change. it. And I think, 
even it is a super conscious thing to change about the way you operate Mm -hmm. for sure but I think it's a thing that is beneficial because like you said it could it really change someone's life in the way that they like see things yeah and I think this is kind of like the root is like taking a step back Mm -hmm. from like your own perspective like what affects you personally and there are some privileges of being like heteronormative Mm. so acknowledging that and just wanting to contribute to the community space I don't know we can edit that out (laughs) no that was I I agree I totally totally agree okay so we are getting on an hour on this I think we've oh my goodness I know right so I wanted to do this last part um I took a couple questions because I know that you watch these and I I honestly have like they're just interesting to watch Mm mm-hmm But I took a couple questions from Jubilees, uh, um, <laughs> fall in love with like someone or oh, like you could like the thirty-two questions. Yeah, like the the thirty-two questions who like they like really get you to know somebody or something. So I took a couple of those for us to do. I think New York Times wrote the questions. By yeah, the way. New York Times wrote the questions. So we'll just do a couple of these before we close. And I was. I know you did mention that you have, and I see your little sound bowl. So we'll do a couple of questions and I have mine as well. And we could do a little sound bowl before we close out. But let's see. So I just took one, two, three, four, four of the questions. Oh, no, I wrote some of these last ones. Anyways, so the first one is when did you last sing to yourself or someone else today <laughs> i was gonna say that when were us we at the park yeah. us in the car us walking up the stairs i think we sing i i think we're yeah we're very much in touch with that i think we're very comfortable singing around each other yeah or even um, giving people concerts <laughs> yeah i think uh, the last time we did for myself as well was when we were in the car or I think even when we were here oh we were singing hey Jude yeah. while we were getting ready. oh my goodness you're right you're right hey Jude don't make it bad take a sad song and make, it, make it better <laughs> remember question i think we're already in love um this one is do you have a secret hunch about how you will die uh, spooky oh fuck that one's kind of spooky i curse sorry um mm, no i i don't so it's mm, scary to talk about it because you don't want to manifest anything you know right no 
I don't. I, I will say that I had this very, like, very significant dream one time really? where I was the person who passed away in the dream and that person I did not recognize. Like, it wasn't me in this life. Like, it you wasn't, it, it wasn't about me. Your... Yeah. And like, I understood like the aging, I had two kids and like, I had left them in the car to run into this office really quick. And I was shot and then, or like, I don't know if I was shot or if like I had like a heart attack or something, but like what freaked me out from the dream and like this will, I mean, I'm over it. Like I'm not like fearful of it, but I like remember like as like this sensation came over like my body, I was watching this person pass away. And then I like went from watching the person. No, 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 no. It was like, I went from like watching it and seeing this person like fall on the floor and like like and I still see it in my mind presently like in like this current moment and then it went to like me seeing like being in that person's body their eyes closing to blackness and just sinking into like an abyss of like darkness and like that's like when I broke I freaked out and I woke up before like anything happened but it was like so peaceful it was weird so maybe that's why I died in a past life but I don't know you were shot is what you're saying so basically like it was like an instantaneous moment of like like I heard a gunshot and I think that's why why I think I was shot but like I just remember like in the dream like I had felt like a sensation like in my heart and then like I just remember like I thought of like the two kids that I had like left in the car and like that was like my last feeling was like thinking of those kids and like wanting them to be okay and safe and everything just like faded to black dreams are really 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 like I yeah I've had some crazy really dreams. really no yeah. I I feel like I had crazy dreams last night I sometimes I think I have premonition and maybe that's what deja vu is like sometimes I think this also like deja vu is just something that you've dreamt of before and maybe you have like that's like some sort of premonition that maybe yeah, some people it's... have that experience deja vu a lot is like they've literally experienced it in a dream before and that's why it feels so familiar because dreams work in crazy ways. I don't know any science behind it, but sometimes dreams can feel so real that I think maybe when you really experience those same feelings in real life, it triggers something in you, a familiarity from a dream you maybe once had from that feeling you've once shared with your body in a dream. I, I think deja vu is the confirmation of like you're saying, something that you knew was going to happen something to kind of like come from you're in the right place at the right time like you saw this before yes this is happening Mm. like you're gucci you're solid you're on the right path oh deja vu is a deja vu confirms determinism possibly you heard it here first you heard it and that's my story and i'm sticking to it it. (laughs) (laughs) would change nothing no regrets no regrets. No regrets. No regretty dirts. Um, we'll do the last one. Was okay. This was what is your what do you most want to share with someone, like in a relationship? What is one thing oh. that you really want to share with that person for you? I would say like an an un like dying commitment to loyalty, growth, 
and adventure. Just having one person to share that with and really being able to fully surrender into that experience with that person to trust, I think would like be everything. I think that's kind of what, when I find that, I think I know that, or I'll be in a place of kind of understanding, you know, this is what love is. This is what a relationship is in my context. Loyalty. Yeah. Loyalty, growth, and adventure. Like the commitment to always be loyal to your partner, to always want to grow with them, like understanding that I'm sure a marriage is hard, but you get through it together, you grow through it together, and that commitment and trust, as long as you're not harming one another, can be very fulfilling. And, you know, lead to so much adventure of self-discovery, self-development, and, you know, having a family, doing all the, the big shebang, yada, 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 yada. How about you, Miss Danielle? That's a good question. I really like that one. What do you want to share with somebody? Mm-hmm. Um... I feel like how you said adventure, I think that's a big thing for me right now. I want mm-hmm. to do things with someone. Experiences. I want to share experiences with somebody. No, for sure. Yeah. I think there is a whole lot to see in the world. Mm-hmm. And it'd be cool to see it with somebody. Definitely. I don't know. I, I don't think I, I am, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I'd say I want to experience a lot of things by myself. I agree. Period. Not now. Mm-hmm. Maybe catch me in like 10 years. Like Five 15 years. years. Five years? And like, I mean. Mm-hmm. When do you want to have and- kids? 10 years mm, yeah how long would you i would want to say be with someone no before you had kids with them? five to six years you'd want to be with someone for five to six years so that would yeah, mean and that I we need like to dating, be with someone marriage, in five years hey so follow me on instagram at jojo underscore tega my phone number is <laughs> blank 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 and... blank 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 <laughs> i got a cute face skinny waist fat in your in face. shape what is that? I was like I was trying to say what it was, but I don't remember the don't TikTok remember set. Well, thank you so so much. We're gonna do the healing bowls in oh, a thank second. You. But you are amazing. That was oh hey hey hey. It's literally only one two o'clock. I think we should make the pizza, and that's in the freezer. I'm gonna take the pepperoni. Back. Take the pepperonis off, put some avocado on. Is there anything that you would like to promote, Mr. Joseph? Anything that you want to kind of shed light on, speak on? What are you I doing? Say... Any projects we're looking forward to from you? Or let me know what you're doing. 
stay tuned. I'm working on publishing a poetry book mm-hmm. coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, you know, just a few details that kind of got to be, have to be arranged and fixed before it can be published, but that will be coming out. I will be having Miss Danielle on a podcast titled, and that's okay, very soon. Uh, I've just recorded my, I've just recorded my first episode. So looking forward to getting that started. And thank you for inspiring me and helping me to really understand that you just got to jump into it, make things happen. And one day at a time, make your visions happen. That was also an accident, but you know, the universe is out here just agreeing. It worked. It worked. Yeah. So I'll have all of Joseph's links in the bio down below. Look out for his podcast coming out soon. Look out for his poetry book coming out soon. And we'll just have you lead us through. Do you want to like, how should we do this? It could just be you just go. Because I feel like if we try to, okay. if we try to like round. There might be too much going up. on. Yeah, we'll mess up. Okay. We'll mess up. Okay. All right. So let's just all go ahead and take a quick deep breath. Breathe in deep. And exhale. I'm so grateful for everyone that made it to this podcast that is listening, that was felt like they were able to take something from it, but also just enjoy the content. And thank you to Miss Danielle for creating this space, cultivating it, and allowing me to be here and be present with you. I'm so grateful for that opportunity and to be your roommate. And I am just so grateful for this experience of life. But I'm going to do three rings of a bell because three is a magic number. And I hope that we all walk away today feeling a little bit more mindful at peace, at ease and accepting ourselves and in our spaces, our spirituality and whatever that may be, but just continue to guide, grow and gift life. Breathe in, breathe out, and thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Namaste. (laughs) Namaste, my friend. I hope that's not like offensive to any culture. No, I don't think so. Well, at least that's what feelings. (laughs) Well, what they taught me, at least in my yoga training, they had um one of the teachers she was from india and she was just saying that i mean correct me if i'm wrong people out there in the world but she was saying that namaste is kind of meant it's uh just like a green like a hello thank you goodbye kind of just like the light in me, yeah, the thank you. you it's like a sign of respect type of thing so I don't know. I think as long as you're using, you're not like clowning on it. Yeah, you're exactly. not. I don't ever mean it in like, um, you know, malintent or malicious malintent, way. Malicious. It's it's always. I'm very appreciative of the practice and what it's brought to my life, and so I feel Absolutely. like that's the respectful thing to do is to give thanks, namaste, you know, acknowledge the culture that it came from, and give thanks to it. 
Absolutely. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for recording this podcast. We still have so much of our Sunday left. So much Sunday fun day. (laughs) Um, But we live together. So we'll see you in about right now. And um, you're so far, but so close. Thank you, Mr. Joseph, for joining us on our podcast. Thank you. I would love to have you back on again because I feel like there's so many more topics that I wanted to talk to you about that I think mm-hmm. you're such a light to shed upon some of these topics. But I think we did, we we spoke about what spirituality, religion, coming from that, things. astrology, coming uh, Denver, LA. Oh! <laughs> You fell, but I caught, I didn't catch you, you fell. Um, do you have any last remarks, anything else you want to say? Shout out to your mom, shout out to um, your fam, shout out to, um, what shout out? I, shout I out. would say shout out to the universe. The universe and honestly, yeah, like no, shout out to my mama, my grandma, my godmother. I think that the three of those women have significantly influenced my spirituality and my understanding of where I am today and who I am. So shout out to them. See my thigh tattoo coming soon. I was going to say like, can we say it or is it a surprise or? No. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, so the intent behind the tattoo is like my respect for femininity, the, the feminine energy of the world and those women in my life that have contributed so much to my development and my soul you know uh, i love them so I much and think it's glad really to have it i'm excited really it's cool gonna be right here. gonna be freaking sick it's gonna be yeah, so it'll be tight on Instagram. it's gonna be super tight butthole but all right we'll end it here i don't know how to end but we'll just say two da lu two da freaking lu vogue pose um Wow. Should we play lemonade or should we play rock, paper, scissors? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, Uh, So that means you end the podcast. Goodbye. Good. Bye.